0: Welcome to this episode of Tetlink in Conversation. I'm Eddie Grant, a Director at Technical Connection. During our conversations, we seek to review the topical bulletins published on TechLink, our knowledge management tool, for all things tax, trusts, pensions, and much, much more. Today, we're going to do something slightly different. Across the profession, many firms are working through the consumer duty requirements, the key aspect of which is the focus on clients with vulnerable circumstances. How do we align our proposition to ensure that the right support is focused on all client needs? One firm that has spent a great deal of time considering their proposition in the later life planning market is Harold Stevens, a chartered IFA firm based in Westbury-on-Trim in northwest Bristol. I'm delighted to be joined by Richard Higgs, who is the founder of Harold Stevens and Chartered Financial Planner. Hello, Richard. How are you?
1: Hello, Eddie. I'm fine. You?
0: Yes, very good. Thank you. Very good. Just recovering after um, the budget of uh, of last week. We were up late late at night uh, doing our analysis.
1: Oh, well done. I can't can't wait to read up all about it.
0: <laughs> I'll send you over a copy. <laughs> um, so, so, so uh, Richard, um, can I ask you just to introduce yourself and your firm, please?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, well, the short answer is I'm Richard Higgs and I am a later life financial and legal planning specialist with Harold Stevens. We provide a a local face-to-face service for predominantly local retirees um, advising on Um, topics that I'm sure a lot of your listeners will be well aware of, long-term care planning, investments, pensions, inheritance tax planning, wills, lasting power of attorneys. Um, But I guess the longer journey, the longer answer really is it's been a bit of a journey since I uh, launched the firm in 2011. We had a a vision to provide an old-fashioned face-to-face service for retirees we set up a a high street uh, shop presence um, in the local community Uh, we set up a a kind of a living room style format to make retirees feel really comfortable and at ease during meetings but it really kind of changed uh, I guess two or three years ago when we started to uh, collaborate with other individuals and organizations in the later life space Um, we made the decision to um, collaborate with these people who weren't necessarily typical uh, connections to financial planners. These were, we're talking uh, local charities, uh, care providers, uh, local uh, inspirational leaders. Um, we I, I feel that we sometimes we can get in a little bit of a bubble in the financial planning industry and that really kind of uncovered so much for us. Um, we, we suddenly started to realise that we were only really touching or scraping the surface of the later life community. And the, the deeper we went down this rabbit hole, the more um, inspirational and passionate people that we found. And these people were really well-meaning people, but we found that it was, there was no real overarching strategy or vision um, that brought it all together. And we felt that um, we were kind of best placed to do that. So we set up a mission within the firm to make this the best, the very best local, later life uh, community in the UK. So quite ambitious. And a seven-year plan uh, where we would um, bring about action, really, bottom up. I mean, there's, there's never-ending supply of what I would call bureaucratic Charities and organisations on a national level, but we felt that if we can um, bring forward these actions on a local level, we could then take what we have achieved on a local level to to the national level, uh, and just basically say, look, look at what we've achieved over the last five to ten years. So um, currently, we're, we've got a later life uh, network uh, of all these individuals and passionate organisations. We meet monthly. We have this overriding mission of what we want to achieve Um, but we are still a financial planner we special up with a typical IFA on the local high street Uh, so that's really what we do Um, but we're part of something I guess a bit bigger
0: or a lot bigger um, than that and uh, and you um, won the Just Vulnerability Award so first of all congratulations uh, you must be very proud. What what does that mean, having won that? What does that mean to you and your team?
1: Uh, Eddie, we were absolutely thrilled to win the award. I mean, you you have to remember, we are a, a local IFA. I'm the only advisor in the firm. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're tiny. We're just a small firm in northwest Bristol. So to win a, a national award was um, pretty incredible, really. And, and really, it's it's testament to the team, you know we, we we embarked upon this mission and the team just threw themselves into to this mission they they're jumping out of bed they're, they're coming into the office energetic um to be part of something a lot bigger and this um this move towards this award was really organically sprouted up uh, without without really my my leadership um a vulnerability task force was, task force was set up by some of the leadership team and it really was a, a team effort I think winning the award is really just a reflection of our passion towards what we want to achieve here
0: and um, I also understand that you have a community engagement manager within your team um, and um, and run uh, welcome Wednesdays I believe uh, what 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 does that mean and how does a community engagement manager work?
1: That's that's right. So so Amy's main or only role really is to deal with the local community and uh, really um, set up what I'm trying to achieve in the community and make connections with those community leaders, whether that be local charities or care providers. Uh, Welcome Wednesdays is an initiative, a, a monthly coffee morning that we set up with a local care provider called Home Instead and it creates a relaxed uh, safe space for people generally in later life to connect with others to share ideas talk about activities um, and it's really been a, a very successful venture we we've had examples for, so for example we had a widower who um, who lost her husband during COVID, and and since then hasn't had the confidence to kind of get out and have social connections. And then we've since coming to Welcome Wednesday, she's now um, volunteering at a local charity shop, uh, and uh, a lot happier and from a social point of view. So it's really gratifying to see some some direct impact upon what we're doing.
0: That sounds uh, really interesting, and. Um... When when we spoke a while back, um, you talked about the way that your whole team are involved in this sort of client focus, and you mentioned um, a well-being checklist. Uh, what is this checklist, and and how do you use it?
1: Yeah, the, 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 I think probably the well-being checklist is one of the best things that we introduced. It enabled the whole team to be get engaged in dealing with vulnerable clients so we analyzed every touch points that a client has with the office so it's not just the advisor or the reception or it's the office manager it's the power planner it's anybody who has any contact with the with the client um, has access to uh, this client well-being checklist so the overriding objective really is to appraise where each and every client is on this on this vulnerability scale whether they're Uh, vulnerable, whether they might be vulnerable, whether that's permanent or impermanent. We have a number of questions that we can ask along the way, and it really allows us to adapt our services and our communication uh, tailored towards each individual client at every touch point. So it's a great central tool that the whole team can get engaged with uh, and fully take part in.
0: Brilliant. And... um... I know a lot of firms get involved in sort of social media activity and and, and work developing their websites. Have you done much yourselves on that?
1: Yeah, so we've got a uh, community page on our website which really signposts uh, clients and anyone visiting to local activities, local um, support services. We have a, a downloadable spreadsheet for local groups, activities and regular events. We set up a Facebook page, a Later Life in Bristol Facebook page, which is a community page where anybody can access, come on, um, set up their own uh, businesses and events that are going on in the Later Life community. And we've also set up a vulnerability uh, page on the website, which enables people that are coming into the office to really see what they can expect, um, they can ask us questions and they can let us know if we need to to adapt our services or our communication to that, uh, to that visit to the office.
0: Fascinating. And um, just thinking about the sort of, you you say you're an IFA firm, you you know, ultimately you're, you're a business. Um, So all of this activity, do you, do you feel there's a positive business uh, benefit here or, or is it just, making the community better
1: absolutely absolutely eddie this has been absolutely brilliant for business um my advice would be to put mission first but don't forget but mission before money but don't forget the money that's what i always say so um i think clients are becoming very familiar and almost a bit um numb to to charity washing i think most companies and businesses have some sort of charitable element to it Um, but I think you really need to have that genuine uh, commitment and passion for whatever mission or uh, contribution that you want to make and it acts as a kind of a shortcut really to trust because we're dealing with trustworthy individuals and organizations who can act as advocates for your business in the local community so we've had nothing less than positive um, business impact through what we're doing. So for instance, the Welcome Wednesdays, we get to meet lots of people in the local community who or in later life who are perfect uh, clients. Um, Home Instead obviously has exactly the same clients as us. They deal with later life, looking after later life people. Um, one of the best collaborations we've had has been the, with the Bristol Dementia Action Alliance. So we've put on joint webinars with the BDAA, of training for dementia awareness. Um, and it works both ways because then it's enabled us to help uh, families who are affected or living with dementia. So um, our business has grown exponentially since we started this uh, local later life community.
0: Brilliant. And, and certainly for me, you're your passion comes across. And uh, I know in, in our conversations uh, w- that we've had over uh, the previous months, um, absolutely as a firm, there's a, there's a real passion and enthusiasm um, to, to make the community better. And and, uh, um, and and that absolutely comes across. One of the things we always like to do on, on, on these uh, podcasts is we know there's lots of listeners. Um, and and they like a, a takeaway. Um, so um, could you could you share perhaps three great ideas from what we've talked about that you think people should really be thinking about?
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, I had a good think about this. It's difficult. Um, the first one was uh, mission. I think whatever your whatever you're passionate about, whatever you uh, feel that you want to. Give back or contribute. I always feel if the more you contribute to this world, the more you get back. So I, I think have a think about what your mission, what really gets you going um, on a day to day basis. What's your mission in life, really? Uh, and then try and bring that into your own day to day business. Um, and that kind of leads me onto the second one, the collaboration. So I would definitely say think outside the box in terms of the people that you're collaborating with. I was always trained to uh, make professional connections with accountants and solicitors. Um, but I think really the collaborations should start with the final uh, end hero customer, whatever industry that's in. So do so really kind of make those collaborations with those um organizations and individuals who have the same hero customer as you and bring other forms of expertise uh, to the table that you don't have because that's that's where the magic happens I talked about Bristol Dementia Action Alliance unbelievable organization really passionate uh, expertise in that area Uh, so bring that along with of financial planning expertise, which is equally important to bring to the table. Bring those together uh, really uh, is like a, is, is, is that's where the gold is really. Um, and then the third one I, I went with uh, take action. Really easy to kind of get bogged down in your day-to-day advising uh, clients. And you know, I, I get that as well. So if you have a passion and an idea, Really, kind of go with it and actually take action. Uh, we have a an eighty percent rule here, where we just say, look, as long as you are eighty percent there, that's good enough, and that really stops you procrastinating and getting away from perfectionism. Um, and then just get it done. And then, and then once it's done, appraise, refine, learn, learn, and then go again. So, uh, yeah, t- take action was my third one. Just kind of get take action.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. Um... No, I'm a big fan of Desert Island Discs. Uh, and uh, if you've ever listened to that, then uh, the, the waves come along uh, and, uh, and take away all the records and leave you with one. So if we take that principle and say out of those three great ideas, if you could only do one of those things, which, which one would you uh, do out of those three?
1: <laughs> uh, for me... For me, it's uh, the mission because, you know, without, <coughs> I just think there's a world. I think we get a bit bogged down in financial planning. We all do. I, I, I love my budgets. I love going through uh, the latest TechLink summaries. I go through the bulletins every single day. Um, but the world's a lot bigger than that, and I think we just get a bit bogged down in, in the financial planning world. But also to remember that. It's such an important thing as well, financial planning um, to people out there. So I, I think just to get that, get that mission right within the firm. And then all I've seen is energy, passion in and outside the firm ever since we did that. And like I say, don't forget the money because that's obviously a really important part of it. But everything kind of flowed from that, that mission that we set up as a, as a business in the, in the community.
0: Brilliant. And that's, that's a great way to, to, to end. Um, And, you know, certainly for my perspective, you know, you are someone who's absolutely passionate uh, about your mission. And and I get that sense from your whole team as well. So thank you so much for your time today, Richard, and for sharing your insights. Really, uh, really appreciate it. And great to catch up with you.
1: No problem, Eddie. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks for having me on.
0: Thank you. The content of this recording is strictly for general consideration only. No action must be taken or refrained from based on the content alone. Professional advice must always be sought. Accordingly, neither Technical Connection Limited nor any of its officers, employees or contractors can take responsibility for any loss occasioned as a result of any action or inaction.